<laughs> shutting it down. <laughs> Wisconsin skiing. Yep. Does everybody ski in their jeans? No, not everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but more than you could probably count on. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to the Gear Thirty Podcast, a community. You can even call it a support group for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventure and the gear that goes with it. Oh, I love it so much. All right, it's that time of year we're dipping into fall. It's actually still summer for another couple of days. Get, get off of it, Brandon. It really is. Well, Drop it. by the time no, it's you fall. hear it's fall. this, it might be, so it's 20 seconds fall? Oh, yeah, we're right there. Yeah, yeah we're right there. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> with fall comes prepping for the winter season, because that's what we care about, and uh, skiing and this whole... This whole trailer is full of people who work on the mountain. Are you not ready for fall yet? The, you keep I'm, telling me it's I'm wearing fall. my fall vest. You are ready? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. I yeah. love fall. <laughs> Fall's my favorite. Yeah. But we're not officially there. We I, got, I was yeah. bummed oh, out because I tried to convince week. my kid that it was fall. And then and then she, my other kid was like, but dad, it's the 20, it's official. She looks it up on her phone because she's smart. Yeah. She also said, I don't know why I have to go to school because you can just Google things and get on with your life. <laughs> yeah. She's 12. I kind of, I'm kind of on board with that. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, all three of you will work on a mountain as ski patrol uh, as part of your part-time jobs this season. And I'm curious to know how that goes. And uh, Dev and Greg, I think you've had a couple of years each in at least. And then Avery, you are, you're a newbie. You're learning. I am. You're I'm going in, through the process. I'm in the OEC class right now. What does OEC stand for? Outdoor Emergency Care. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. can you put that on your resume later? I oh, mean, yeah. is this like an official thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. It's similar yep. to a, it would be similar to an EMT certification. Okay. A little bit less um, than an EMT. It's more geared towards outdoor. Yeah, a little more outdoor centric. Yeah. So once you do this and you want to be an EMT, you still got to take their class. Yes. Still got to take the the EMT if I wanted to do that. This is like the basic, what you need to know to work on the mountain as ski yep. patrol. Yep. Okay. But you're well prepared for the EMT course after an OEC, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, if, if you wanted to do an EMT course post-OEC, it would go pretty smoothly, I think. I broke your Stop broke your destroying picture. the trailer. I know. Just I have a plan here. for that, by the way. <laughs> uh, okay, very good. So is that the only class you have to take? Yeah, yep. So yeah. I just did my written test, so they laid it out online for me to just go through the course, and I just passed that test, and now we're on to more practical stuff so the actual hands-on like, like a field test yeah kind of but okay. in a controlled environment so. do they do that thing where they have people hurt and like littered all over the grass <laughs> yeah. and you have to go we like, might be do i haven't done that yet like a we scenario or whatever and you have to yep. go do it yes. exactly that i think yes. we i think that was a woofer too what's the differences yeah. between like a woofer and the always sees a little more in depth than woofer okay woofer is basic first aid okay in the yeah. outdoors okay in an oec just a interesting thing 
we have to be prepared to do an emergency delivery of a baby. Yes. So there's definitely some more in-depth things than a WFA or WFR. Avery was studying that the other day. <laughs> the pictures grossed him out. Yeah. The, pic- the pictures yeah. are graphic. It, uh, I mean, in real by, life, it it's graphic. Surprise. As a dad, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it took me by surprise a little bit. but There will be a second bit of curriculum, though, too, that mm-hmm. we refer to as OET, and that's Outdoor Emergency Transport. But that'll happen once he's passed his OEC and is actually on hill, and that's where he'll be trained to transport patients appropriately with a toboggan. Uh, have you all been transported? Yes. F- like in for, because you were injured or for training? Both. <laughs> Just training. <laughs> Just yeah. Neither yet. Yeah. <laughs> neither yet. Okay. Yeah. Devin, how long have you been patrolling? This would be my fifth year, fourth right. year in Utah. Okay. Where'd you patrol before? One year as a volunteer in Wisconsin. Okay. Is is it better patrolling in Utah than Wisconsin? What, what kind of accidents are we looking at at Wisconsin? A little bit of uh, ice, uh, ice <laughs> hitting your head on the <laughs> ice or something? Yeah. So uh, it's interesting, actually, like coming from such a small resort, but mm-hmm. having a much a greater skier capacity in the sense that like we just had no limited ticket sales like the resort we work at here. Oh yeah. So we'd have 5,000 people on a weekend with 90, nine zero skiable acres. <laughs> uh, so if you guys can imagine what that looks like. <laughs> so like everyone's running into everybody else. It's insane. And yeah. there was a Creek that ran along the bottom of our ski hill with about 50 to a hundred feet of forgiveness, depending on where you're at. <laughs> So wow. there were people, you know, <laughs> literally end up in the creek. Yeah, we're fishing people out with ropes and, uh, oh my God. you know, certain wow. PFDs like the ring. And it ran all year. It didn't freeze over or anything. It was a big enough river to. Uh, it, it did freeze over eventually, but okay. sometimes people break through ice and it wasn't mm-hmm. deep. But you know they're soaked up to their waist, so we bring them into the patrol room. We got a we got a shower, bathroom, dryer. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, incredibly different environment in the sense of the patrol facilities we're actually like further advanced than the resort i work at here in utah with uh just like more state-of-the-art medical equipment and mm-hmm. facilities uh so that's been a transition but so deep snow do, you do lots of avalanche mitigation in wisconsin zero. <laughs> <laughs> zero it was a big ice hill yeah about okay. 300 vertical feet so okay so that's all new when you came to utah yeah, but i don't you probably know this the midwesterners get rad in the park i bet so they probably had some yeah. like trauma and some stuff from that like maybe yeah. even a head injuries yeah. well and they're running into each other. there's nowhere yeah. to bumping into people yeah it's hectic out there wow like saturdays and sundays are nuts i bet yeah okay night skiing Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Until 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Shutting it down. <laughs> Wisconsin skiing. Yep. Does everybody ski in their jeans? No, not everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but more than you could probably count on. <laughs> That's There's awesome. a famous line in, in the movie. Oh, I'll, I never remember the movie, the name of the movie, but, but the line is he must be from Jersey. He skis in his jeans. And a freaking, I'll think of the, the movie here in another podcast. I'll, yeah. Hey, do you remember when I <laughs> said remember that? When we talked about that. Yeah, but I always thought about that. I'm like, is that true? The people from back east always ski in their jeans. Must be from Jersey. Skis in his jeans. <laughs> I heard they ski in Carhartts in Montana. That's awesome. That's kind of cool. Yeah. They kind of yeah. do that here too, though. I'll see a, a Carhartt on yeah. a mountain. Yeah. All right, Craig. How long have you been patrolling? Uh, this will be my ninth season. Whoa! I didn't know wow. you were doing that long. Yeah. Uh, multiple mountains? 
Nope, just Powder Mountain the whole Powder time. Powder Mountain the whole time. Yep. Uh, have you ever thought about going to different mountains, or you just really like that? No, I, re- I, I really like Powder Mountain. There's one other place that I've considered maybe going to under the right circumstances, but uh, the other place I've thought that would be really fun to go patrol at would be Grand Targhee. Okay. What do you like about that place? Uh, you know, I think a lot of people like Devin, you know, he come from the Midwest, like coming to the Rockies, anywhere in the Rockies is probably cool. It's a different experience than than uh, Wisconsin. But for me, like this is my home turf. So what's the next bigger, bigger experience? And for me, that would probably be the Tetons. So anyway, just a little bigger, a little, little, uh, little bigger mountains, a little higher elevation than what we got here. Higher consequences, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, some of that up there. Yeah, some bigger avalanche terrain, probably. Yeah. And I and I just really like that ski resort. It's a, a cool resort. I've skied at a few times and enjoy. Okay. Yeah. What's something that has surprised you over the years of ski patrol, and then it happens every year, and you're like, I can't believe that. Can't believe that keeps happening or something. Mm. You know, interestingly oh. enough, with our patrol because I've been doing this for a little while now. I'm yeah, like actually one of the more senior patrollers on our on our mountain, but um surprises me how much turnover we have. Oh. And not not just people coming and going from Powder Mountain, but people coming and going from the the job, the profession. Hmm. Um like just doing something else. Yeah, people that uh, do it for a year or two and then move yeah. on cuz like I it started Seems like doing there's it. a decent amount of training to get into it and yeah. there's a learning curve there that you yeah. might take a season or two to get used sure. to and then you just bail. Yeah, and there's That'd a few people like do it for two seasons and then move on to something else and for me, I mean, I kind of get it partially cuz it, it's not a it's not a job that pay, pays particularly well. Mm-hmm. Uh but like when I started doing it, I was addicted immediately. Like I was like I like this. I'm getting paid to be up here in the mountains and ski and do some medical stuff and i really liked it so mm-hmm. people that come and do it for a year or two like go like you said go through all the training go through the effort to get hired on and then do it for two seasons and bail always makes me kind of wonder but. i also feel like people who are like newly retired like to do that job yeah i think you know if you if you're a of a retirement age and you ha- have the physical ability to do it it's a great job yeah yeah those are probably some of our most senior and, and best patrollers in some ways is people who are actually in, in a second career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, retired and then they're 20 years in as mm-hmm. a patroller. So, yeah. We have, we have patrollers on our staff that are in their 70s and they're studs. Like, that's awesome. Just awesome patrollers. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Just Friends is the name of the movie. It's Ryan Reynolds' film. If you haven't seen it, it's absolutely hilarious. Oh. It, I have to watch it every Christmas. <laughs> it only has 6.2 stars. Because you know, I don't oh, know. Was that the one with Sandra Bullock? No, no, that's another. That one's pretty good, but this one's way better. Oh. Just Friends is freaking hilarious. Um, hmm. uh, yeah, must be from Jersey. Skis in his jeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Avery, is there? Are you nervous about becoming? I'm. Um, I mean, nervous ski build up, but I'm like really stoked about it. You know? Yeah, I've, I've heard from Colby, Devin, and Greg all about it. And what's the initiation? You like throw them off a cliff or something? Know. Like what? Are we... we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Must be classified. I've never. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've known of anybody coming into our patrols a rookie that's been around it and exposed to it more than Avery. Like I mean, in terms of just like he's been up and shadowed me when I've been up there. Oh, that's nice. Works with other people. Like he's got a lot yeah. of exposure to what it is and had a lot of opportunity to talk to patrollers. And I think, I think day he... one you're supposed to show up with 
breakfast and beer for everybody on the mountain that Dude, works there. I will say that would not be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> and you, sure. you couldn't go wrong with that. <laughs> so, no, I'm really excited to be part of what seems to be like a really great community. Like, Are you a good enough skier? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you have to be a good skier? Is it? I mean, you got to be a decent skier, but you have to be like a great skier. I think no. that depends on the patrol. <laughs> you try and yeah. go to Big Sky. I think like you got you got to you gotta step skier. it up. You got to show because you got to get to the up. places at our mountain. Totally. You, you don't have to be a great skier because the mountain itself doesn't mm. have the terrain that necessarily. Is you know, super if you difficult. if you want to be able to like do it all, you need to be a good skier. But like we have some people that aren't as strong skiers, and they know what they're capable of and what they aren't. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, how many AT uh, skiers on AT? Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say over half of the staff is probably people who ski tour or yeah. ride on AT gear okay. daily because yeah. we do need the uphill yeah. uh, transportation. Could you split board and be? Uh, I I don't think you'd ever really like. You have to probably functionally have use like a split board clip in. Unfortunately, like the, the work tasks on. A snowboard are just that much more difficult, and mm-hmm. you're that less productive or efficient doing them. So it's not as great okay. of a tool. Yeah. If you're a snowboarder, you can patrol there, but it would almost be. I mean, a split board wouldn't really be any more useful than a regular board for what you'd be tasked with. And then what about telly? We got telly guys still up there. Yeah, Powder, sure. Powder Mountain's got a lot of telly, okay. and it's a really functional tool for a patrol. Okay. A lot of you know very maneuverable all the time. I think what I should have what I was supposed to ask was, are, are, do you have to be on AT gear? Or is it yours on traditional? Mm. No, no, like actual requirement, but it's just way it's, easier. Or there is a requirement if you're doing avalanche control, control work. Right. You uh, do you have, have to AT be on AT gear or mitigation. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, they do recommend to have uphill travel gear for everybody, but it's not required. It's recommended. Devin, are you using correct language? You changed the language. Yeah, the mitigation versus control, right? Because we can't actually control. Can't control nature. We can just try and mitigate the hazard. Yeah. That's kind of like a new standard, I guess. See, this is the stuff I'm just like being exposed to. (laughs) Mitigate, yeah. Mitigate versus Versus. control. I wouldn't have like thought about that. Yeah. I think I'm going to try and mitigate my kid's behavior (laughs) when he's throwing a fit because I can't control it. I tried that the other day. It didn't work. You can mitigate, mitigate it. it. You can mitigate you can it. I can mitigate it. it. <laughs> Speaking of the mitigation, Avery, is that something you're sort of nervous or excited or, yes. you know, what are your thoughts on that? Yes. Nervous, excited. I'm rolling around with a pack of explosives. Yep. Greg, you drop bombs, literally. Ridgeline, yeah. howling winds, yeah. snow, I, that's, I poor visibility. That. <laughs> that's that. the thing is, like, when you get sent up on, like, uh, sapling or, or – uh, hair razor route or some or of those James or why i'm just saying you get up on some of our crazier routes like early in the morning it's still kind of dark visibility sucks like it'll it's spicy it's a Snow's touchy yeah it's yeah. Mm. i'm down How, i'm down for it people have been buried on the mountain right up there twice uh, patrollers twice since i've worked there oh, so in the last nine years you've known okay yeah so, once in my time yeah and that was reported yeah any any fatalities Nope. No. Okay. Uh, we talked. <laughs> and I, I will say that is because both times, because of the partners of the people that were buried, were well prepared. Nice. Both That's times. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Wisconsin has different issues that we were dealing with. So what, what are some of the common issues you deal with in the West on the mountains that are that are here? 
I think, I mean, you've only worked the same mountain. So what have you guys seen at, at that mountain that, that are some of the most common, I guess, injuries or issues you're dealing with at ski patrol from the people skiing there? Uh, I mean, wrists, wrists, knees, shoulders would be your common ones, right? Heads and toes. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Head, shoulders, knees. I would say after that, the probably the f- most thing we deal with is just people that are fatigued, tired. We yep. get called in for people after, after the common injuries. And then every once in a while you get like something crazy where a ski edge dices someone open or, you yeah. know. Big boot top fracture, yeah. open. Tree collision, or, you know. And then probably, like, really the, the third most prominent thing at Powder Mountain is just lost individuals. Oh, People, yeah. they don't yeah. know where they're at. Yeah. And maybe they've even lo- left the boundary, and they just keep heading that direction for some reason. Do you have service up there most places? Is that how? Yeah, yeah, I have pretty good service most places. Okay. Interesting. Now, this is, uh, this is the first year, year-round, patrolling up there, right? So summer, yeah. we're switching to... There's Mountain a couple, biking. couple little breaks in the spring and fall where mm-hmm. we're, they're not open for operation. But, yeah, there is summer mountain biking that I've been patrolling up there this summer doing that, too. And you've already, I think you mentioned you saw an incident that was probably gnarlier than what you've seen nine nine years or nine seasons yeah. uh, on snow. Yeah, with the sure. Mountain bikes are yeah. fast and <clears throat> more have, consequential. I guess. Yeah, they, so It's definitely been a lot more active with the medical response for mountain biking than skiing. Interesting. I wonder if that's because the that's a new they're new courses. It's a, it's new to that mountain, right? Yeah. And so if people are, it doesn't have a history yet. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Yeah, uh, I think the volume that we're running for a summer mountain bike, you know, in in relation to our volume of people and the amount of trails we have, is probably on par with other places. I don't know that for sure. I'm speculating. Uh, winter time we run actually less than a lot of places, a lot of less, a lot less calls. Uh, just because of the nature of Powder Mountain, it's such a big place. We spread skiers out a little more than a lot of our other local resorts or, or any resorts, really. We just spread skiers out well. Mm-hmm. They, limit, they limit ticket sales at Powder Mountain, and there's a ton of acreage. So with only a few lifts, you know, it's not, it's not like the canyons where they've got, what, 27 lifts or something up there. It's just... Fewer bodies on the slope at the same time at Powder Mountain means we're running less accidents. Yeah, fewer bodies in more terrain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you had to pull people off because they, like, drink too much? Every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not a super common one, but, <laughs> yeah, occasionally. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, I was just curious about it. Uh, I, cause I was thinking what advice could you give, uh, you know, skiers on the mountain to just to be safe and then and while I was thinking that, I was like, well, probably don't drink too much, but yeah. Yeah, not too much. Not yeah. too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. You should enjoy yourself still. Yeah. But do you have advice for skiers on the mountain? Like, you know, watch, check your speed. I don't know. What's the basic stuff, I guess? Don't yeah. get lost. Stay warm. I would say uh, check your Apple Watch and phone and make sure that you're not uh, activating an SOS or emergency call unnecessarily. Is it that easy with Apple stuff? It is, yeah. Like after oh. a hard fall or like a period of inactivity, it can like alert if if your settings are really? one way or the other. Yeah, uh, and I read an article basically in uh, in the NSP magazine that was like it's becoming an issue actually. Tying up dispatch at sure. your local um, police officer, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, and so yeah, keep an eye on that. Yeah, I don't have an Apple Watch, so I got okay. Me neither, but I did get called out on mitigation by 
the dispatch saying, Devin, call your parents. Because <laughs> uh, I was sending an SOS off my cell phone somehow, although <laughs> it was in the top of my backpack. Oh, and, really? Uh, so my parents like called up the mountain and were like, what's going on? <laughs> and I just was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> weird. That's yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Greg, advice? Oh, man. Or advice um, to Avery starting out. Yeah. I, I, we were, we've been talking about it, giving him advice. I was talking to him about uh, socks and base layers today. That's a good, yeah. What yeah. do you, what do you wear? So I recommend. What are you wearing? If you're a professional <laughs> patroller, like four days a week, you need to have like four socks. More than that. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, on days when I'm working a full shift, if it's, you know, avalanche mitigation work or I'm working a double and covering our night skiing run, I'll change socks during the day. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, if you're, uh, especially if you're only laundry one day a week, I would say like, you need to have at least five pairs of socks, maybe six. Yeah, just plenty four, to rotate them out. Four pairs of base layers. Yeah, and then and then fresh base layers each day. You know. Yeah. And I, I don't know if everybody does that, but I uh, I for me, you know, I'm a sweaty guy. So you um you have do you have heat liner um like, like a, heated boot like, liners? Well, like what do you do with your boot liners to make sure they're dry for the next day? I, yeah, I we did, I actually talked about that too. Yeah. I highly boot recommend dryer. a boot dryer. Boot dryer. If you're, if you're using your boots okay. four days in a row, yep, they won't they won't dry out all the way if they're not on a dryer. And if you put you're putting your foot back in a soggy boot day, after <laughs> day, it starts to get pretty bad. It'll ruin the boots. Yeah, pull the liner. Yeah, once a week too, like at the end. Yeah, of the pull week it out. Or, I don't pull yeah. my liners every night, but I do right. pull them like once a week to get the inside of the shells dried out. And, yep. So uh, yeah. my my uncle Joe who was like a hippie ski bum and he had a V-dub for years and years and years. And I don't think this is safe or, or, or legal. So this is not something you should do, but he did <laughs> siphon off some sort of something from, from the heater, heater, the engine uh-huh. in, and he used legit like vacuum lines, like yeah. for like a, like you vacuum your house. Yeah. 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 Like a boot warmer like into. Yeah. yeah. And he put his boot, he put his liners down there. And so when yeah. he got to the top of the hill, his boots are all nice and yeah. hot and stuff. And when he put his feet in there and then, he, and then on the way back down, take your boots off and he had those little vacuum tubes going out from, <laughs> from the engine yeah. to, his, to his boots. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. yeah. You can do that with those old cars. Yeah. yeah, they won't let you do that anymore. They won't let you. I don't know. Maybe try it. Try it with the out. Tesla. Yeah, see yeah, if it works. Ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> they have like actually portable ones now. Like I have, I have some boot, some little boot warmer things that you can just plug into the twelve volt. Into the, yeah. Oh the really? After in your car or whatever. I don't really use them that much, but not in here. I think good tip for anybody too. Uh, just put on your ski socks when you get to the mountain. Don't drive the not, half not hour hour. Yeah. Why is that? Them. If your feet get a little warm or sweaty in the mm-hmm. car, then you're starting off with a wetter mm-hmm. sock. Yeah, perfectly dry sock going to your dry boots way better. So my uh, my parking lot boot, my car to patrol room boot is uh, some extra tough rubber boots, mm-hmm. waterproof, just like a waterproof gloss, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I put those on at home, you know, on a snowy morning when I'm leaving my house, like at 5 a.m. and um, you know, pull on those boots. From the driveway to my car, drive up there, you know, from my car to the patrol room, my foot's gotten a little sweaty inside of those rubber boots. Mm-hmm. So then fresh ski boots or fresh ski socks before you put on the ski boots. You guys are yeah. are, are privileged in that you can get ready in a, in a building, right? Like not your car. No I way. actually do get ready in my car more often than I do in the building. It gets a oh, little crowded you? in there, so I okay. usually dress at my car. And that got a little limited towards uh, around COVID. Yeah. But- Sure, it's, it's chilled out now. Yeah. But, well, you had a nice van. Yeah, as the thing is, I had the van too, yeah. so I'd I'd get I'd get ready at my vehicle a lot of the time. But 
Uh, afternoon yawns. I think that's what that was. Was an afternoon yawn. I've been having them all this whole time. Was I what? Did I just give it to you? Uh-huh. Are yawns contagious? Sorry, yep, they are. Oh yeah. Are they really? <laughs> so one, that's such an interesting phenomenon. It's weird, huh? Yeah. I wonder if if you're listening to this, if you're yawning right now. <laughs> are, are Let they, me know are in they, the email can you, if you were yawning. Yeah. Then <laughs> are you sales is it contagious through the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it was over the phone the other night with my mom. Yeah, That's yeah. Funny. She yawned, and then me and Jenna yawned. It was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. That's wild. I feel like yawning again, and I don't. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, good stuff. Ski, ski Patrol, thanks for all you do up on the mountain. Thank you, Ski Patroller. Don't yell at him. I'm sure you've been yelled at before. Listen, we're just ski bums trying ski to bums. keep their other ski yeah. bums safe up yeah. there. You know, yeah. so that's all. That's all it is. Yeah. I've seen some bad, some bad stuff between. Well, usually it's the ski patroller yelling at the snowboarder. But, you know, that's what, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a few of that go down. But yeah, I'm a snowboarder. I can say that. So I'm a ski patroller, and I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't discriminate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for listening to this podcast, we have a reward for you: a discount to Gear30.com. Email Avery Sales at Gear30.com. Tell him if you yawned or not. If you yawned or not. If you have some advice for being a ski patroller, let me know. Let him know. All right, that's it for this episode of the Gear 30 Podcast. Catch you on the next one. We'll see you out there.